Warning! This episode contains foul language and deeply disturbing things found on the internet. Like, deeply disturbing. supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we sit down with one of our friends and talk about something weird. This week we're going to be talking about media conspiracies and urban legends. Television, radio, the internet, oh my. There are so many scary things going on in today's modern era of communications and we're going to get to the bottom of some of it. Or maybe we won't because we don't know anything. My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hey, weirdos. (laughs) And this week we are joined by a very special guest, host of the very special television podcast, Peter Lozano. Hello. Hi, weirdos. And an even specialer guest. Just kidding. It's not specialer. But he is a return guest. We've got Scott here as well. Hello. It's fun to come on. I feel like. I feel like I'm on Stern. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on Stern. Yeah, okay. You guys remember Scott from the Dolls episode. Creepy Real Creep book. Town. Creep Town Dolls episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've heard us talk about very special television about one million times. Because I think we've brought <laughs> it up And we thank you for that. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, we love it. Very special television. Not that we need to tell you guys. But it's basically, we always describe it as how did this get made, but for specific episodes of <laughs> television. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like bonkers episodes yeah. of television. We, we like to say we focus on the serious episodes of funny sitcoms. So, you know, the... Episodes where uh, 2D gets addicted to crack for, you know, one week. Um, <laughs> good episode. Of, good episode, totally fine. Yeah, that's a great one. I mean, it's a classic. Uh, yeah, and uh, you can check us out. We'll talk about all that later, but uh, that's very special TV. It's a lot of fun. My favorite <laughs> episode is still, not to like harp on this, but my favorite episode is still the Golden Girls episode um, where they get the lottery ticket but yeah. then accidentally give it away. Uh-huh. To the it's homeless like shelter. Really dark. It gets <laughs> real dark real fast. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it's such a it's such a weird episode, but it's so funny to just watch and there's that weird music video interlude like in the middle of it, it turns into like a Sally Struthers commercial. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good one. I think my favorite line from that episode is um uh I've got a wheelchair ramp to my what was it? I've got a wheelchair ramp to my uh, was it cooter? cooter? I don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the word cooter it just makes me laugh every time. Yeah, it was a yeah, blanche. <laughs> Anyways, it's a lot of fun. So today we're going to be talking about media conspiracies and urban legends. Scott's going to chime in every once in a while. We're going to get his hot take after every <laughs> hot take. Hot take after every little thing we talk about. You're very excited. I'll be like the Andy Richter. Yes. Of this episode. Yes. The Ed McMahon. I was going to go for a Robin Quivers mostly because of your long box braids that you're spinning today. Right? (laughs) 
It's like stern. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I wanted to talk about, though, really quickly before we get into it, was something we talked about last week. We talked about 19-year-old Kenneka Jenkins being found dead inside a walk-in freezer in the hotel in Chicago. Did you guys hear about oh, that, boy. by the way? No, I didn't hear about this. So she was 19 years old. I won't go like over all the details. Yeah. And she was oh, found sure. dead in I a read, hotel I, I briefly freezer. saw like a headline on yeah, Facebook Yeah, so there this. was sure. there was a bunch of, you know, they, they felt that there had to be some sort of foul play. She was oh, obviously was drunk, but at a party. But they thought maybe their friends had something to do with it because their friend, their, the stories were very conflicting. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it turns out they did find out she walked in on her own accord, oh, just boy. drunk, oh, and no. she ended up dying in the freezer. So sad. Um, they released the hotel security footage, so mm. you can like watch it if you want to. It's really sad, but I did say, I wanted to say, like, I'm sorry, because last week I was like, I guarantee what happened is her friends, like, put her in there as a joke, but what right. I meant to say was, if there was foul play, I guarantee what happened is <laughs> they friends. put her in as a joke, mm-hmm. and then she ended up dying, and they panicked. Not that, like, I guarantee that they, that they of course, did it. Yeah. Um, I always think of that whenever I've worked at restaurants and you have to go get something. We just we talked about that. <laughs> oh, I always think that. of that shit. It's terrifying. Yeah. I hate it. So, basically, yeah. and she, I, I think she, honestly, in the video, she was just so hammered. She was I think so she really out of just, it. Like, truly yeah. just did not even know where she was, what was up, what was down. Like, wow. she was not in good yeah, shape. Yeah, it's it was very really sad. But texted Ashley no last week and we were both just like, man, The only foul play that could be involved is her friends were saying she only had one cup of alcohol, whatever alcohol they had, so if she had been roofied, sure. that could be, you know, foul play, which they obviously won't know until an autopsy is totally. done, but anyways, I just want to yeah, let you know we have a conclusion that. to that horrible or, story. The other foul play uh, that could possibly be involved uh, is the demons that chased her into the fridge, uh, much yes. like the ones that reside she was possessed in the was hotel Lisa? season. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's immediately, I was like, it's just like Elisa Lamb. Yeah, yeah Like, it's the same story. Yeah. How oh. did she wander into this thing? How did this happen? How did Gosh, no one see her possessed. go in there? Yeah, One drink and she was that, like... Well, that's, that's why I'm the saying. thing. Yeah. Like, if it's not Ruby, it's yeah, gotta you know, be a demon. Totally. No other option. Yeah. That's no how I feel every chance. time I have a horrible one night stand. Like it's either roofies or a demon. There's no <laughs> other explanation. Demon, no other options. It's just no all your thetans just crawling <laughs> yeah. all over you. It was never my decision. It's either roofies or a no, demon. No, it's roofies or a demon. That's it. Anyways, let's jump in. Media can say yeah. I'm. I think we're gonna have Lauren's gonna go first. She's got some weird YouTube. We're gonna go over conspiracies. Yeah, first. kind of start with Before weird we conspiracies and just. Legends. Um, yeah, strange things going on. So there is this group of people on the internet that believe in gang stalking. Have you guys heard of this? Uh, gang stalking? Gang stalking. It caught my eye right away when I was looking up just like strange parts of YouTube and videos. I am going to open my beer very quickly. Oh. Hey! <laughs> there it is. Um, so there are people on the internet that believe they are being stalked by the government and they have deep, deep paranoia. There oh, are Twitter me. threads. <laughs> like my daily life. I literally have tape over the like. My I mom was just going to say. My mom always tapes her camera. We just had a talk. We just had a whole conversation uh, during a or before a recording session of VSTV hashtag um, <laughs> about putting the tape over the. Yep. 
over the camera. Thing. Yeah, and I like my mom has been doing it forever. Anyways, um, yeah. there are Twitter threads and YouTube videos that convince people of these truths that they are being followed and watched, and they make vulnerable folks with already existing mental illness believe they are being stalked, and this causes them to be extremely depressed, anxious, and unable to leave their homes. They This kind of became mainstream, and they started discovering that there was this world called gang stalking when Gavin Long, who is a known... Um, shooter, an evil man, uh, when it was revealed that he was a part of this internet group. So, gang stalking appeared in reference to the Baton Rouge shooter, Gavin Long. He was a former Marine who killed three police officers and injured three others before he himself was shot dead. Media outlets, after the whole shebang, started to piece together Long's online presence as a freedom strategist and mental game coach under the pseudonym Cosmo Centipenra. And he used the pseudonym to create ebooks, YouTube videos, and a Twitter feed that went on and on. And they also connected Long to posts on a page titled Stop Organized Gang Stalking, where there was a user named Cosmo717, who they presumed to be him, sort of leading the group and leading the charge. So, gang stalking victims will describe to police, to their therapist, to whoever, that there are complex systems financed by the U.S. government that employ civilians, everyday people to stalk them and follow them around and report back. And they often also harass these normal walking people. Um, mm-hmm. Gang stalking functions as a nexus for tons of conspiracy. If you look online, there's different varieties of gang stalking. There is psychotronic torture, where sufferers believe that they have been implanted with brain transmitters, which have people eavesdropping on their thoughts. Or they believe that their own family members are conspiring against them and they're the ones watching them in their everyday life. Or they believe there are people who have Morgellons disease, which is like a skin disease where you feel like you have stuff crawling around under your skin. Like the movie Bug? Yes. People who have that disease think it's because things are under their skin, listening to them, transmitting signals. yeah. Yeah. So it goes on and on. And these are people who are already mentally disturbed, but then they found this community online of gang stalking. And there's videos of um, people who look like they're being followed or either it's an act where they put an actor in place and make it look like someone is being followed. And they're, they don't know who exactly is creating these videos besides Gavin Long back in the day when he was alive. But people are purposely putting these videos out to scare and just cause panic among these people who are vulnerable. people who are already, obviously, struggling mm-hmm. yes. mentally. I remember my, yeah. my neighbor growing up. I lived out in the middle of nowhere. He had a trailer, um, like an actual, like, double-wide trailer. And every seven months or so, he would rip the siding off of his trailer because he was convinced that he was bugged by the government. So he would rip the siding off and to find the bugs and then wouldn't be... He probably did meth, too, because this is southern sure. Illinois. But <laughs> rip the siding awful. off and then eventually, like, have to re-side his trailer, like, re-put the put the siding back up. And then, you know, seven months later, be like, well, he's ripping his siding off again. Uh, so this is crazy. What an expensive psychosis. Yeah. Seriously. Like, their lives are just destroyed. Ruinous. So these people... Yeah. So they... Why? Just because? They're meanies? Yeah, like, that's the thing, is they don't know, like, it's near impossible to find the exact source of how it all started, but it seems very much that someone just put the word gang stalking into the universe, people grasped it, decided to run with it, created fake blogs, fake videos, (sighs) just to perpetuate it. And that's how it all started, now it's believed to be this real thing. 
So that's horrible. So yeah. that's game stalking. You can Google it, and there's all these, like I said, there's a list of all the varieties because people believe different things. And then there's also videos of, you know, people saying, look, this person's getting game stalked. Yeah. And we don't know, is this real? Is this fake? Most likely fake. But Most yeah. likely it's just people on the internet being meanie bobinis. Meanie bobinis, like oh. super, super trolls. <laughs> So that one I thought was pretty bonkers, um, and I that just makes me really sad, mostly. Um, and then there is this, the second thing I wanted to talk about, it's not super long, there is this YouTube channel that is now suspended and was banned from YouTube, but was started in 2015 called Unfavorable Semicircle. You guys heard of this one? I love that band. <laughs> I've seen them live so many times. So Favorite many band times. of yeah. all time, all over L.A., <laughs> Um, so on March 30th, 2015, a user named Unfavorable Semicircle joined YouTube, and five days later, they uploaded their first video, planting the seeds of this ongoing mystery. Their first video had the title, it's the symbol of Sagittarius, or the Archer is the name of the symbol. It's like that little yeah, arrow yeah. pointing up to the side. Sign. So, hey. Hey, Meant for you. <laughs> little sad. Was it you? It was my it's channel yours. that got suspended. Why are you talking about it? <laughs> Sorry to out you right now. <laughs> So it's the Sagittarius symbol followed by the numbers 230511. The four-second video has no audio, and it contains just a static brown image with a tiny blurry hole up in the corner. Since then, Unfavorable Semicircle uploaded around 72,000 videos to the channel, many carrying similar hallmarks as the first. They'd be very brief, often silent, though sometimes they would have a few clues. And then early February 2016, oh, yeah. they started uploading videos at a rate of just over one every 10 minutes. And then on February 5th, that rate went up even more, something like three videos every minute. And they would have surpassed 200,000 total videos by the end of March, which is just a month later. However, they ended up getting suspended by YouTube for yeah. having multiple or severe violations. Their policy, which was like spam, yeah. misleading content, blah, blah, blah. So then they got taken down. A lot of people said this is just like another YouTube channel that was released at one point called Web Driver Torso, which was found out later another to be a really Google great testing. Band. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Another wonderful <laughs> band. About their first album, but after that, they totally changed their sound. Oh, yeah, they just sucked <laughs> No hooks. Web Driver Torso was an account that freaked people out a long time ago, but they were eventually revealed as a Google like testing webpage, and so all the theories were debunked, and they uh, said, no, this was just like testing. So people came forward saying, I guarantee that's what Unfavorable Semicircle is, too. However, after lots of research, it was revealed that, no, this is not the case. Nobody has used this for testing. Nobody has come forward and claimed it. Encoded in thousands of the videos, there are some that had no audio, but encoded in several thousand, there is a voice. People on Reddit have coined it the voice. Oh, Unmistakably that of a man, usually speaking a single letter or number or speaking a string of letters and numbers, each with no apparent connection to the other. The voice seems to be coming from afar and it's all knowing, very faint. The overall effect for those who have heard hundreds or seen hundreds of the videos is very disturbing. People have described it. Reddit user Jackalang a Ding Dong, another great man, <laughs> another great man, <laughs> said, "I find this whole thing quite unsettling. I felt really uneasy listening to it, trying to pick out the sequence in the audio. The channel has picked up over fifty-seven thousand views since its launch. Um, a large part coming from redditors like Jackalang a Ding Dong, oh who promoted it. Reliable um, source, Jackalang a Ding Dong. He's, you know, he's the biggest source on the internet these days." 
Uh, people have tried lie. to break these videos down. Like, people have gone to extreme lengths. Um, I was going to say, has anyone ever tried to string together the letters and numbers? Yes, and oh, I'm sure. Tried, even yeah. though there's thousands and it would be exhausting. But Meanwhile, there's, like, hatches out on, like, islands in, in the South Pacific just blowing open. Because <laughs> people are stringing these videos together. Codes together. Uh, uh, people have noted things such as the average length of each of the videos is five seconds. The names of the first several thousand videos were the Sagittarius symbol um, with a random series of digits. Some videos started with the word Brill, B-R-I-L-L in all caps with numbers in ascending fashion. Um, Brill was the name of the guy from Enemy of the State. Gene Hackman? Um, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's name was Brill. Yeah. So that's obviously what's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so basically it's Gene Hackman, and five seconds is how long the top spun in Inception. So So then we bring it over to that. I figured it out. Actually, you're breaking this down right before our eyes. Get on a Reddit thread. (laughs) (laughs) Next topic. Next topic. I'm going to talk. My question is I understand how you can set up you know, multiple videos to upload to your YouTube, just like algorithms and computers right. and typing and all of that. Smart people. You know, smart computer guys and girls. But how are they generating the videos? How are they making that? Are they just... Is it like the ring where it's in their head? Yeah. And like, they're just uploading from their brain? And, and is, is it, if it's something that could just be like, if it's an image that's just generated by a computer, then maybe that's more possible. But if it's sure. actual, like... Something being shot, like on film or Which not on film, but video. it doesn't seem to be that way. Yeah. Like, so it's just... It's usually just a blurry screen, but then sometimes sure. there's audio over yeah. it, and that's when people get confused. And but, sometimes it's the voice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a the high-pitched voice. beeping. Like, one time, uh, they said when people were trying to piece together the pattern, they were always thrown off because there were two days in a row, August 10th and 11th, I believe this was in 2015, where several videos were posted on these two days with irregular visual and audio patterns. None like had been seen before. One was 11 hours of mostly silence with a few sounds here and there. And the other video was the voice reciting the alphabet over and over. So they were like, what? Like this just threw everything off. You got up for 12 seconds and Gabby Gabby (laughs) found the chair. Move your face and lose your place. (laughs) (laughs) So some fun theories that the internet has thrown out is, is this a game to recruit agents for a super intelligent AI computer that takes over the world? Uh, Last Starfighter Starfighter status, where like if you crack it, then you get recruited. Yeah. Yeah. like it. It's like a Neo in the Matrix situation. Um, some people think it's somebody trying to communicate a code to another person. We just all don't understand the code. It's and not meant like for us. Secret it's people. Yeah, yeah, they, they're, the right people know how to mm-hmm, decode it. Mm-hmm. And we're just sitting there. Some believe I like it's that an, one. I know, I like me too. Like and then some believe it's an alternate reality game that people are playing together. And again, they're the only ones not that so understand it. <laughs> and some also believe it's just a form of art, which I'm like, no. I don't believe that. I actually have a story that's so much like that that I'm going to go into it. But what's your hot take? Hot take, Scott. <laughs> My hot take is I think I think Shelley Duvall probably has all the answers to all of this. Shelley Duvall absolutely mm. 100% knows uh, what's going poor on. Shelley. If I was thinking Shelley about I was thinking about that today of just how like how just so goddamn sad. tragic all of that is. But do you think Stanley Kubrick had something to do with it? Slash uh, everything. Everything. <laughs> I mean, possibly. <laughs> slash everything. To do with Even it. though I, I think that his family has sort of debunked the fake moon landing now. You know they, what? That I they watched... say that, that that wouldn't have been like no. 
I watched 2001 A Space Odyssey a couple nights ago, and I was like, I could totally see why people yeah, would think yeah. that yeah, he did great. this. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. I know, I can get what people I can't believe he was that. able to do that in what, 1969? Well, with the, with the help of, with the, with the help of, of, of Douglas Trumbull. Who? Douglas Trumbull. Special he did, effects. He did all the special master. effects. Really? He did all of the. He did all of the stuff in Close Encounters too. Oh my god! Yeah. Love that. And he turned down Star Wars because he didn't like that it was too uh, comic booky. I remember it wasn't. That. It wasn't realistic enough. Yeah. That's and why I don't know out. your name. Exactly. How about that? <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk about something called A eight five eight. So A858 is the abbreviation given to A858DE45F56D9BC9, if you guys know what that is. My high school locker company. Both the actual name of a mysterious Reddit user and an actual subreddit on Reddit. That is a terrible Reddit username. I know. It truly is. I would rather it be jack a lack a ding dong I know. jack a ding dong had, you know, the artistic take. It's a nice ring. It's a nice jack a lack a ding dong Like, it's fun to say. My first AOL, like, AIM username was less complicated than that. right? And mine had a lot of tiddledies. Tiddledies. Exactly. You know, the tiddledies. Since 2001, the Redditor, who may or may not be a bot, we have no idea who or what is behind this thing, has been posting long strings of code to the subreddit. Furthermore, according to the welcome post on the subreddit devoted to cracking these codes, because of course there are, Mm. there are actually multiple related subs and multiple users, all of which connect right back to A858. So the messages look to be written. Sorry about the planes, guys. By the way, in the afternoon evening, <laughs> there's a plane every I don't know four fucking minutes. Wow. Yeah, and most of the time wild. I can edit them out and it's fine. But if you hear like a little, it's because we live right <laughs> underneath Burbank Airport yeah. airspace. And you're just gonna have to deal with it. It's a nightmare. <laughs> so, um, mm, the messages look to be written in the numerical notation system hexadecimal which is used in computer programs. So I'm going to kind of explain what it is, and you're not going to understand it because I don't either, but I'm going to do my best. So (laughs) it's a numeral system with a base of 16 that uses distinct symbols, most often 0 to 9, that represents values 0 to 9, and A, B, C, D, E, F to represents values 10 to 15. Apparently, each hexadecimal digit represents four binary digits, and binary, obviously, is the combination of ones and zeros to create computer code. Right. So, only a small handful, like a very small handful, A858 has been posting stuff daily for years of the messages have been decoded, and the results are super strange. They range from a simple thank you message for having been gifted Reddit Gold, which, do you know what Reddit Gold is? Mm-hmm. Reddit Gold is, you can actually pay... Reddit users, like if you really like a story or if you really like a post. So it's like a Bitcoin? I don't know if it's in Bitcoin or if it's through PayPal, but if you award them gold, it's actual money. Like that they get lovely. for getting ridicule. It's got to be cryptocurrency. Those nerds. Those nerds. You're <laughs> all for nerds. Paying for a Reddit for th- get out of here. <laughs> I loved your story. Here's some gold. Here's some yeah. gold. Here's some gold, gold. Oh, from boy. my lair. Meanwhile, all these like this binary code is just going to be like how to program your microwave. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Well, they range from the simple, like, thank you messages. Um, one of them was an excerpt from a book called Actions and Passions by Max mm. Lerner, uh, which is a very hard-to-find book that is an early collection of controversial syndicated newspaper columns supporting the liberal liberalistic views of Max Lerner who was an American journalist and educator who was a staunch opponent of the discriminations against African Americans in the 50s. And perhaps one of the strangest decoded message is an ASC2 art picture of Stonehenge. Stonehenge, obviously the famous historical relic of which the purpose is unknown. Sure. But if you watch our This Week in Weird video, you might get some info. <laughs> and it's, um, uh, it's an ASCII version of that? Yeah, so basically, do you know what that is? That's when... You use like dashes and like parentheses and like right, exclamation which I've seen points, on Reddit, but I've never understood to, yeah. to make an image. Make an yeah. image. Yeah. Okay. Um, you see it on Facebook too, yeah. where people will be like, "Scroll down." It's yeah. like a whole like yes, cartoon yes, yes, made yes, out yes, of like yes. little dashes and characters. Okay. And but stuff. back in the old like MS DOS days, where your computer interface was just a black screen and before Windows. People would go out of their way to make. You could call it ASC two or ASCII because of like the two eyes. Um, there used to be, and I was obsessed with this in the early days of the internet. It was like a kind of like a fan aggregated, and it was an all ASCII animated version of Star Wars of A New Hope. What? Yeah, and it took them like year, like every week you'd go back and to be a. Further, because it would just take so long because to people were animating this. Oh my god! With <laughs> dots and dashes. That's amazing. That reminds yeah. me of the. Do you guys remember the Park Parks and Rec episode where um Adam Ben Ben spends like a week and a half <laughs> trying to make the stop with, like, the motion animation? Yeah. And he makes like two seconds. <laughs> he's, he's like, like I've been working on this song. for a week. Um, <laughs> I've spent all my time on this. This is awful. Twenty five frames. And a it's second. just like <laughs> stand in the place where you <laughs> that <laughs> kid. <laughs> Some people think it's a work of art, like you said. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the same theory. Some people think it's a work of art. One of the most dedicated users claims they believe A858 to be a piece of art that uses the digital world as its canvas. Lame. Stupid. But the most popular theory is that it's an experiment. One of the computer scientists who's trying to crack the code is quoted as saying there are several components, to put it at its crudest, the mathematical decrypting part and a social factor. I still am sure that the A858 is not only looking for very intelligent people, but also studying human behavior. So in August of 2015, an account appeared in the solving of A858 subreddit, because of course, and began posting hexadecimal change that matched those in the original subreddit. And it wasn't long before forum goers recognized that the mysterious creator was actually doing an AMA. Do you know what an AMA is? An Ask Me Anything? In code. Oh, So it was like the first time that these guys were speaking out and they were like doing it in code. Um, So moderators broke the code and created a script that automated the encoding and decoding process, allowing users to quickly ask the questions. And... Of course, their answers were super cryptic, in code and cryptic. So (laughs) the new account claimed that the puzzles were created by a group as part of their paid work, although they refused to elaborate. They asked, you know, after they were asked why, after all this time, they would break their silence, their response was, 
Our audience was getting frustrated. We cannot disclose our purpose. A858 will end when the purpose is disclosed or discovered. They also revealed that a major post had been decrypted. Nobody noticed but us. Apparently, a woman in the UK succeeded in decrypting the code where so many others had failed, only to later delete her account completely after she decoded it. It has now been over a year since the thread A858 went private, so you have to be invited to even participate in the discussion, and no new messages have been decrypted. All the previous hexadecimal strings have been archived, and all the solutions for the ones that have been cracked are available online. One of the last messages sent out was, when the purpose is discovered or disclosed, it will be obvious to all. So to this day, no one knows what it's about. Um, is A858 Morpheus in our Matrix? <laughs> That's something. For sure. Or is it all a big prank with absolutely no meaning whatsoever? Scott, what's your hot take? Hot take. My hot take is I'm just overwhelmed by Reddit in general. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> just, just in general. So it's just like, it's like, it's, do you remember like the IMDb message boards like back in the day? It's yes. like that on like crack. Well, the whole thing about Reddit it's is like, insane. you put it's in your, nuts. you put in your, your, subject in the search Mm -hmm. and then your answers come and you're like do we start at the bottom wait a minute is this backwards where do i I, how do who well because you start because when you're reading an ask reddit thread Mm -hmm. it's the the posts that people post are upvoted yeah Mm -hmm. so they could have posted today Mm -hmm. but and the thread's two weeks old but they got so many upvotes that now it's towards the top Mm -hmm. Yes, I don't understand yeah, it. No. It's so overwhelming every I've time I go I've actually posted a couple questions on Reddit, especially for the podcast. Sure. And I'll be like, does anyone have any experience with a genuine sociopath? Right. Message me uh-huh. or like, yeah. comment your answers. And every single one that I've done, I've gotten denied and a message back from Reddit that's like, you have to follow our rules. And I'm like, what is the rules? I asked a question. I asked a simple question. No, they have like this huge like rule thing, like 10 rules for posting a question. And you guys, listeners, um, it's not that we don't get it because we're too old. We're totally millennials. For sure. We're like totally young. really understand the internet and social media. We get it. Um, Yeah, I'm not. It's other reasons. I mean, I mean, I, I only just find myself on Reddit occasionally to sort of read up on a possible spoiler spoiler (laughs) or something for RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) That itself is like, there's like a whole world of RuPaul's Drag Race, like Reddit users. It's insane. Yes. Just people that have insider insider information of like certain queens that might be on a season. Their insider information consists of Stalking people on yes. Instagram. <laughs> That's their source. So That's I their also source. Yeah. Have insider we're all like, Detox the other day like, was just like, like, well, you know what I heard? Who was mm-hmm. like being super shaky the other day? Yeah, oh my God. wonderful. I'm I gonna have to it. check that out. <laughs> I mostly just read scary stories. There's I was something gonna say, for everyone. I go on. Oh my gosh, is No Sleep is on Reddit? Right? Uh-huh. Yes, Reddit that is a great R slash No Sleep is a great Reddit. That's what I go Page. on for. I go because it's got links stories. to all kinds of weird stuff. Yep. Um. So, anyways, that's eight five eight. It's kind of weird and strange. Weird. No one knows what totally it is. Weird. It's very similar to unfavorable semicircle. Yes. yes. Both just like Definitely. what the yours fuck is videos this? and mine is mm-hmm. just like po- like a thread Post. of posts. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about broadcast signal intrusion. Yes. Yeah. Lex. Well, mine kind of uh, follows the same thread, but a little bit more analog. 
Um, broadcast signal intrusion is when someone Ooh. Dun, dun, <laughs> or dun, something um, interrupts a broadcast signal, such as radio or television. And there have been several cases that are on record, uh, several cases that have been recorded, several cases that are a little older and they're not as, um, there's not any red- readily available uh, video or audio of them because they are so old. I'd like to talk about the Southern Television Broadcast Interruption. And I'm kind of obsessed with this one because <laughs> this one happened on the night that I was born. Oh, wow. uh, the, so it was you. Yeah, it was it was my like floating spirits. Solved it. Next <laughs> topic. You caused all the yes. problems when you were born. So the Southern Broadcast Tele- uh, Southern Television Broadcast interruption happened in the UK on November 26, 1977. And uh, it's generally considered to be a hoax according to Wikipedia, but mm, they never they never found the hijacker. Seems of the never signal. Found them, it's like, you don't know. It's yeah, nice. and it was out in the country in 1977. And in order to interrupt, this was only audio of a television signal on UK television. And it interrupted, I believe, uh, some cartoons, a Looney Tunes cartoon. And um, what they did was uh, an audio message was broadcast to, you know, the, the people that were received this channel. In order to do that, the equipment needed was just ridiculous. You need a huge antenna. You need to be really, really close in physical proximity to the broadcast signal origin. Um, and you need a lot of power. And it happened, like I said, in the late seventies in out in the country in the UK. So it's like, who's doing this? You know, where would they even be? Personal home computers are not a thing, you know, at this time. So, okay. The broadcast signal was uh, a voice that identified himself, his or herself, as Vrilon. And Vrilon, according to either the local newspaper, which was then disputed by a local radio station, uh, the newspaper said that they were, their name was Gillon. And then another newspaper said their name was Asteron. But the radio station said, no, 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 you're all wrong. It's Vrilon. And Vrilon is from another planet. Oh, my. <laughs> and the, the, the bulk of the message was, all right, humanity, you're all jacked up. You're really messed up. The rest of Get us are enlightened. Get your shit together. You can't sit with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, there, the newspapers that were reported on it only had a small section, a small transcript. But then this radio station that came out afterwards had a really, a much longer transcript of it. And there's no known audio of it anymore. Like I said, it was 1977. So nobody like pulled out their, you know, Tape recorder. Yeah, the reel-to-reel tape recorder or whatever. They missed it on the VHS taping. So an excerpt from uh let's see the 14 times magazine issue number 24 featured the following transcript this is the voice of asteron i am an authorized representative of the intergalactic mission and i have a message for the planet earth we are beginning to enter the period of aquarius and there are many corrections which have to be made by earth people all your weapons of evil must be destroyed you have only a short time to learn to live together in peace you must live in peace or leave the galaxy what? what? <laughs> so, 
How? Can why is no one told me? That? How are we going to leave the galaxy? Yeah, these like English people just like right. sipping, sipping their tea, tea and, like tea watching their crumpets, watching Looney Tunes. Oh, you know. Um, so watching then, their Looney <laughs> You would think cartoon. that it was just like the beginning of a Marvin the Martian. I was exactly. going to say, but yeah. And so, if you go on YouTube, there are reproductions that people have made that like are mistaken for the real thing. But it's not. There's no known audio that exists of it. So, so when you say that um, that so and so has a transcript, so and so has a transcript, mm-hmm. were there different messages sent out, and they just like got the name? That's what we don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, in theory, it would just be one message that was sent out. Broadcast but to every. Yeah. But and like me- why the weird? Like no, it was Valerian. Exactly. No, it was so syphilis. N- so now. Uh, British commercial radio in December of 1977, Sir John Whitmore, I don't know who he is, but he reported the incident and he said, no, 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 you're wrong. This is the voice of Vrillon, representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command. Now, the first person said intergalactic mission. That's totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Speaking to you, for many years you have seen us as lights in the skies. We speak to you now in peace and wisdom as we have done to your brothers and sisters all over this, your planet Earth. We have come to warn you of the destiny of your race and your world so that you may communicate to your fellow beings the course you must take to avoid the disaster which threatens your world and the beings on our worlds around you. So now there's so now this one is saying that they've got like their Men homies. Men in black yeah. style on Earth blending in with us. Exactly. Which... Obviously. So then this um, one is way longer, as you can see. It's this whole thing. Yeah. And some of it is similar. All of your weapons of evil must be removed. You have but a short time to learn to live together in peace and goodwill. Uh, we have watched you growing for many years, as you two have watched our lights in your skies. We of the Ashtar Galactic Command, thank you for your attention. We are now leaving the plane of your existence. May you be blessed by the supreme love and truth of the cosmos. This God. is such a 70s message. So right? 70s. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. But the whole thing of like shape up or ship out, it's like they're not saying that we're going to destroy you. They're saying right. if you don't get your stuff together, then you need to leave. Yeah. What? What? Where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? Do I go? <laughs> and then the second yeah, one. Do. severely underestimate our skills. <laughs> the second one said something about do. your pl- leaving your plane of existence. Right. You know, uh, so it's a little interesting if the, you know, Vrillon or Asteron, you know, if this is true, they're just kind of giving us this very 70s hippy dippy message of like, we give you love. Um, But again, uh, the identity of the signal hijacker was never found. And it would take, it it does take a lot. I mean, there have been other debunked uh, signal intrusions. There have been some where... The person has been found and charged. You know, you get fined by the FCC. It's yeah, tens yeah, of thousands of dollars. You know, it's a huge thing. But I've heard of uh, ones happening where, um, again, it would be cartoons and someone did mm-hmm. a signal broadcast intrusion and it was like pornography. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, they are very, very severely punished. Yes. So yeah, it yeah. is something that like you that does happen occasionally. You are caught. You are charged for it. Right. So when you aren't caught, it's like. Yeah. How the hell did this happen? Like, where? Especially did this when come you're claiming from? to be exactly. an alien, oh I'm going to prove myself. One of the earlier intense. ones was by someone calling themselves Captain Midnight, and mm-hmm. Captain Midnight worked at a television station and was disgruntled. 
He <laughs> it was in the early eighties. It was like going postal. Exactly. Going... It was in the early eighties, and at that time, premium cable channels did not charge. If you purchase cable from whoever, I don't know who sold cable at the time. It right. Was it, it wasn't Time Warner. But if you purchased a cable package, you just got HBO. And you just got Showtime. Yeah. And in 1986, HBO was like, hmm, we're offering premium services. So they began to charge a monthly fee. So he interrupted HBO with this, like, super janky, like, blue screen with, like, it looks like, um, like an old VHS tape that your camcorder would put the date in time. Oh, yeah, yeah, it just yeah, looks yeah. like that. Okay. And it just says, like, HBO, $12 a month, question mark? Suck it. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was Captain Midnight. He fully got caught and he got charged like 10 Gs. Sorry, Captain yeah, Midnight. Yeah, sorry, Captain Midnight for being disgruntled. But in 1987, a local Chicago station, a, a football game was interrupted by someone in a Max Headroom mask mm-hmm. with a giant yes. metal corrugated like piece of like material behind him moving around much like Max Headroom. It kind of looks crazy. He's, it's very eerie. His voice is altered, so you can't uh, recognize his voice. This awful photo. Oh it's, my god! I had it pulled up too. I figured you were going to yeah. bring it up, but in case you didn't, I had it up already. And but when yeah, you look at it terrifying. and you listen to it, it's, it is terrifying. But when you get down to it and you, and they really break down what he's saying and they've kind of deciphered it, he's just kind of uh, talking about like their local sports guy it's really nothing and that one feels like it's just some dude yeah his message wasn't intense at all no not at all yeah we have uh the southern television intrusion is one of the biggest ones and again it happened on the day of the night of my birth (laughs) in the uk and so i've been obsessed with it and vrilon or asteron if you're out there we're trying we're not doing a good job we are trying (laughs) all of us in this room we're doing our best take the actions and intentions of a few to represent the majority what i did think was kind of weird i mean i know it's not related at all Mm -hmm. um was you were saying was it november 26 1977 yes the um, Max Headroom one was November 22nd, 1987. So I read like I exactly th- 10 years I later. Thought the I thought same that thing. was kind of cool. Oh, interesting. But it was in Chicago yep. instead of the UK. Yep. And then uh, lastly, what I have is not quite a signal intrusion, but it's kind of along the same lines. On the talk radio, the late night talk radio show, Coast to Coast, which... You guys hear Grandma leaving on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? She, I talked about del- that on... Which, different... I've heard it before, but I feel like this I, is even... We don't know. We've talked about this before on the podcast <laughs> because we don't understand. I remember because I... Uh, Grandma Lee, she's Chinese. She's very, very old. Mm. And I even... I had uh, my, my friend Sophie on, who's Chinese as well, and I was like, is this like a cultural thing? Like, I don't know what... And she I don't was like, like, no, I've never yeah, heard of Yeah, I don't want... Because sometimes, because she'll do it for hours sometimes and sometimes i'll be like shut up like and she's like, like like banging on like i, some, I feel like, like, like maybe a... she's like see maybe we're talking too loud no we're not it is <laughs> it is uh 7 p.m we are not <laughs> no but it's 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 like randomly throughout the day it's like and our kitchens um over border here each border each other um but this right here is a stairwell so i feel like maybe she's um. beating um, rugs or shoes or something. I thought maybe okay. she's like breaking down a chicken, like 
Popping <laughs> off, like, no. could be that too. Yeah. No, no, it's never like because the thing is, is sometimes I, I I would assume like oh my god I'm being too loud, but a lot of the time it's like I'm sitting here reading very quietly and it's like bang 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 right, for hours. So anyways, if you hear a banging, you finally get to witness <laughs> Grandma Lee. Lee at her best. Anyways, <laughs> go on, go start ahead, start again. Okay, so uh, this last one refers to a little bit of signal intrusion of uh, the late night talk radio show Coast to Coast. Which is kind of right in our wheelhouse. They talk about the paranormal. They talk about the weird. Um, it's hosted by Art Bell. It's been on for years and years and years. Oh, I do know this. Yes. And in uh, on September 11th, 1997, he received a call. The caller identified himself as an employee of Area 51. And as he started to explain himself and tell his little story, he became more and more agitated to the point where he was almost crying. His voice was quivering, and and he was, like, having trouble keeping his composure. And what he was telling us was that what we know or perceive as aliens are actually extra-dimensional beings that the government brought here either by accident or on purpose and um, but now their intention is to wipe out major population centers so that the few that are left are more easily controllable. And again, he's becoming more and more agitated, more and more uh, emotional. And Art Bell is just talking to him. And Art Bell is very much like, OK, and kind of in the middle of it, the show cuts out. And it cuts out for a couple of seconds. And there's, there is audio of this online. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it all over the place. And when it comes back, Art Bell is just like, all right, everybody, we're sorry. Uh, our transmitter completely cut off. We lost our signal. Uh, we have a backup transmitter here at the station, and we're now broadcasting on that. Uh, the caller's gone. And so... Which is very right. interesting, because who has the power to cut off a transmitter? Yeah. Um, for a radio station. An entire radio station. A a syndicated radio station. So then, so this was September 11th of 97. On April 28th of 1998, Art Bell receives another call. This time, the man identifies himself right off the bat. Uh, I was the Area 51 caller. That was me. And he's very much, he's, he's a lot more composed, but he's still very odd. And he goes on to say that Oh, remember that whole call? Like, yeah, that was nothing. Like, don't, what? That was, I was not even serious. No, I was sick that day. He said he was practicing a bit to do a character to, like, call in. And he started, like, almost, like, doing the voice again. Like, this very, like, weird, like, queer voice. And then Art Bell was like, okay, stop doing that. And it's really weird. And then he just kind of hangs up. And so you're like, okay. Was it the guy? And they're like, right. you better call back. Like, you want to keep your freaking head? Yeah. You and know? if that was the case, why wait so long? Like, yeah. It would be like an hour later. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you'd been waterboarded for years. Yeah. Well, exactly. Which is possible. So some people are like, oh, the first one was a hoax. The second guy's a hoax. They're both a hoax, you know. But, I mean, who knows? The whole thing about their signal being completely cut off and having to go to a backup generator to broadcast that's like right in the middle of an Area 51 call. Yep. That's like too much. That's very strange. Yeah. I can't handle that. Yeah. So, um, and so that's not quite a signal intrusion, but it kind of is. Because kind of. Cut, yeah. yeah. Somebody signal cut it off. Signal was cut out. Yeah. Right. 
for that is so some bizarre. reason. Mm-hmm. Wink. Yeah. Wink, <laughs> wink. That reminds me, that is a theory that people have, though. Uh, not just, you know, uh, this night, uh, uh, Area 51 caller, mm. that aliens are not necessarily from mm. an... We're looking in the wrong place for them. They're right. not... Yeah necessarily on from like a distant planet as much as they are from another dimension that's right. very like stranger things very too. stranger yeah. things yeah. or um like you poked a hole yeah and, or pacific and rim out. yeah you yeah. know to pacific rim right. like the, yeah. the dimension opening up and then mm-hmm. wiping out the major cities etc etc mm-hmm. so that is a theory that people have had I mean, it's the same, that that multiple dimension theory is the same as uh, the multiple dimension theory when it comes to seeing spirits. Ghosts. Yeah. So you're actually just seeing... Yeah, it's the same with it's, aliens. Yeah, it's the same with aliens, lights in the sky. You could actually, be crossing paths with them yeah. all the time and not even realize And also we're the, the theory of, you know, time not being a straight line. Right. The, the spaceship seen in the sky is actually uh, us in the future. That's how we get around. Right. So that's our vehicle. Right. We're seeing ourselves. Yeah. Anyways, what's your hot take? Hot take, Scott. <laughs> My hot take is I'm, I think that we're due to have another big signal intrusion. Yeah, Especially no, like now like with yeah, like America. Like I'm surprised older. that this doesn't happen like once every week. Oh, oh my gosh, time. that's true. So. I, oh my gosh, mark my words. I, I bet there's going to be something big that happens with that. Yeah, because yeah, the, the equipment, terrifying. the equipment required to do this kind of a thing. Yeah, in 1977, 1987, mm-hmm. you know that would have been you know huge carloads full of equipment mm-hmm. that they right. have to take, which now can probably do, be done on like a laptop and a big you know a, I a bet professional that, hacker. Yeah, get right in. Definitely. I bet that it's a lot harder to. Get away with it, though. Oh, yeah. Sure. It be traced. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but if they can't find that YouTube guy. Right. That's I true. Mean, you need to give an email to make a YouTube account. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. how do they not know who yeah. started Unfavorable Semicircle? That's what drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, how can you not trace it? But they can't. It's crazy. I got an email so from Time Warner for pirating True Blood. <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. <laughs> yeah. They track down people who share Netflix packages. Yeah, like, they have right, to be able to catch someone like that large. Yeah. However, there is a way to get away with something like that. Something I wanted to talk about today, um, the deep web. Yeah. How much do you guys know about the deep web? Very little. I know it exists. Okay. It it is I'm, I'm scared to find out. I'm not very familiar I know you I'm, can use I'm very like naive. Messed up shit. I'm very naive I'm when it comes to stuff like this. It's like, oh, I just, I just use the internet for. Like, I just use the internet <laughs> for like fun stuff. Fun I, things. I know a person yeah. that used to buy drugs with bitcoins oh over the deep goodness. web. Yes. That's all I Bitcoin, don't get me started on how just confused I am with bitcoins. I don't and I, understand. And I recently bitcoins. found out about them this summer because Pete told me about them, and I was mm. just like, but it's money, but it's like internet money. It's internet. Money. So it's it's like Mickey dollars that are just. For like online use, but then when yes. you're sitting in Vegas eating a slice of pizza and there's a Bitcoin ATM, yeah, yeah, like, what, what is, is that? that? I saw that the last time I was in Vegas, so and I was weird. like, wait, 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 is this becoming like the norm? Yeah. Like, so what is going on? It's like Disney bucks, but like you use it for online gambling. And the, yeah, mm-hmm. well, the thing is, is you can't trace Bitcoin, right? And Which like, is why people buy you know, when you when you make a, a cash when you make a purchase or a transfer from a bank account, oh. there's a very very clear. Mm-hmm. U.S. bank transferred Trail. to blah, 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 yeah. even if you're so using Venmo or yeah. whatever. There's a trace With Bitcoin, always. it's like 
your Bitcoin is stored in a place online that yeah. can be stolen. People actually steal Bitcoin. I believe they it. can hack into places, steal your Bitcoin. If someone steals your laptop, because it's all kept on like an app on your laptop, basically, if your laptop's stolen, they have your Bitcoin. Oh it's crazy. So it's untraceable because when you transfer Bitcoin, it's not coming from one location. Mm-hmm. It's coming from like 30 locations. Right. So that's why people use it to gamble, sell drugs. Biggest use for it, unfortunately, is child pornography. Yeah. I feel like we're go so I am putting a, a, a warning at the beginning of yeah. this episode, but starting now for like 10-ish, 15-ish minutes, hopefully not that long, we're going to be talking about some really, really fucked up things. If you don't want to hear about them, fast forward because it is disgusting. Additional warning. From this point on, the episode gets very, very dark. We will be discussing child pornography and pedophilia, and even cannibalism. If this is something that you don't think you can handle listening to, tune in next week, where we will talk about internet monsters and even time travelers. And for those of you sticking with us, we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. We're talking about scary shit on the internet or spawned by the internet, or strange things on television, etc., etc. So, the deep web is a hidden part of the web. Hidden as in, it's not indexed by search engines, so in which the sites are protected by passwords, and membership is by invitation only a lot of the time. So, the deep web is used for, like I said, several types of people, drug dealers, Bitcoin dealers, smugglers, and pedophiles sure of course it is because of course it is yeah well that's the thing it's completely illegal Mm -hmm. yeah uh child pornography is 100 percent illegal if you own it if you look at it if you whatever whatever yeah that's a federal crime so the only way to possibly get away with it is to go into places like the deep web which turns out i thought you needed to be like like build your own computer oh sure that's what i thought but when you said like just do it yeah so Basically, so actually, most of the information I got on the deep web, I got it from several places, but Cracked.com, surprisingly, did a fantastic, albeit horrifying, study of the dark side of the deep web where they speak to a source, only known as Pam, who spent months undercover in an online community of child molesters, learning and studying their ways as part of an undergrad research project. And so here's some of the things that she found. First wow. of all, it was illegal for her to even do this. Like, without being a cop, without being a police officer. Was she, officer, like, a part of, like, a university or, like, a just a private study? She, private study. Wow. So she had to be super careful because she could get sure. the same amount yeah. of punishment as these, like, actual pedophiles and child molesters mm-hmm. for looking at this stuff and sharing this stuff. So, basically, to get on the deep web, all you need is something called Tor, which I believe is short for Torrent. Sure. I would assume. Yeah, sounds right. So Tor is a free service that you can try, um, that you can use to try and thwart government surveillance of your online communication. Now, the funny thing is Tor was developed with government help and is currently used by the military, NSA, and CIA for their own stealth browsing and spying needs. But, of course... We use it against them yeah, sure. to Always. do our own evil bidding. Mm-hmm. So once you're in, you can go, once you're in Tor, once you're in the deep web, and like I said, all the deep web is, is all the stuff on the internet that is non-searchable by 
Google, Bing, Yahoo, your search engines, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. which all that's all we use now right. is search engines. So once you're in, you can go searching for the illegal stuff uh, the same way that pedophiles do. So this is really, really gross. But child pornographers have their own Wikipedia, which is ac- it's, it's accessible through Tor, and it's called oh. Hard Candy. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah. And it's a literal, you go to Hard Candy... And basically, you can find any of your child molesting, oh. pedophilia, whatever you need, wow. including a handbook written for child molesters and pedophiles that teaches you things like how to um, uh, molest children without your partner finding out. Oh, or Lord, how please. to. It's so That's messed so up. Sick. It's so I'm going to so ask a super up. naive question is that. Which I'm sure we're all wondering. So, how do you even get to th- there? Do you just do you go off of random websites? Yeah. So basically, like, yeah. you go into Tor when you download this Tor and you have like Tor on your computer, the torrent or whatever it is. Yeah. It's just like googling, but now but it's through. Yeah. You can see everything on the internet. Everything. Yeah. So anybody that's using it, I mean, is obviously using it for like ill gains or right. whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some sometimes it's just kind of like weirdos. Sure. So yeah. there's some deep web things where it's like it's it's for bad things, but it's also for like very niche things, yeah. right. like yeah. um, listening to train sounds. It's probably and, like, also a, forum a big thing sounds. of how you find illegally. Are like movies. Yes. If you want to just oh, download, yeah. if you want, if you want to pirate a movie, yeah. If you want to pirate a movie, yeah. that would be a um, if you want to, unfortunately, very scary stuff. If you want to learn how to build a bomb, yeah. If you want to hire a hitman, um, hire yeah. a hitman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If all you that anarchist to, cookbook kind of thing mm-hmm. that yeah. like be pre-internet on was the deep web because things, you can't yeah. untraceable, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's terrifying. Yeah, which is very scary. So. This is kind of gross, but Pam eventually wound up in a discussion forum. I just want to, like, give you an idea of how deep and dark the deep web goes, because it's crazy. Pam eventually wound up at a discussion forum called 3D Boys, which is full of erotic art and stories that I won't go into detail on, because why would you ever need to? (laughs) Um... Jesus. So, however, there wasn't any actual porn on 3D Boys. Everything was on the edge. Fan art. Stuff like that. However, through 3D Boys, Pam learned of a site called 7AXXN, which is apparently the place to be for for child pornographers. Membership was heavily, heavily restricted, seeing as every single person on the site was guilty of federal crimes just for being there. Just for being on the site, mm-hmm. you are a federal criminal. You uh-huh. can go to prison. Yeah. So the only way to get in was to get an invitation from a current member. The problem was gaining their trust required literally breaking the law. So if you, Pam said, if you didn't provide a link to child porn every 10 minutes, you were kicked off the oh site. <laughs> Basically, shit. you oh had to incriminate God. yourself to get yeah. inside. So just like, you know, and like when cops have to like... Do, they're undercover. They have to do a line of coke or something right. to prove, like, I'm not a cop. Yeah. The only problem is it's legal for undercover cops to do that. It's completely illegal for her to do that, even if she's doing research for right. something. Yes. Of course. If she shares a link to child porn, yeah. that's five she's years in prison, in prison or some shit. Oh like, God. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so scary. So, 
some places online, some of the forums in the deep web don't even allow new members unless you submit a video uploaded for you from your own library, as in recorded yourself. Oh. It's, it's disgusting. So bad. <sighs> so once she finally got an invite and got into this site, she saw things that I literally can't even repeat, but I will obviously tiptoe around some of them. Uh, she discovered that there are actually families of child molesters, literal families that decide to raise their children to be fe- pedophiles. Um, they raise their child to be a to pedophile. Be f- and they have things like rules, like no sexual activity until um, they are five. And if they ever say no, you have to stop. Stuff like that. And, like, raise them in a pedophilia family. What? Because they were molested when they were kids. And they, you know, quote, unquote, enjoyed it. And then, therefore, wanted to molest their own children. This is, I mean, what she found was insane. What a disgusting world. So, um, like I said, they also have the PDF downloadable child molester handbook which is just disgusting um that teaches you things uh like all the like codes like using cp for child porn and young friends instead (laughs) of like victims stuff (laughs) like that and the scariest part is the community works together to protect each other from the feds and maintain a place on the internet where they can freely have conversations and share their videos um, she even found posts of groups of pedophiles trying to come up with an idea for a website that was for ages 9 to 14 with educational games where a quote-unquote chat client would connect the kids to other quote-unquote kids who, as you probably already guessed, were child molesters. Yeah. And they're literal web developers in the deep web helping these groups of pedophiles to develop online games and stuff for children insane the people on these sites are extremely careful not to give out any personal information they're impossible to find especially since tor offers so much protection the fbi has broken through tor's protections once or twice before in 2013 they busted a prolific child pornographer in several pedophile communities but the bust only ended up being a handful of people it didn't do shit to stop yeah so this is actually horrible 80% 80% of visits to the deep web involve child pornography. 80? 80%. Wow. So that makes you want to die and throw up and it. horrible. But I have some other creepy experiences people have had on the deep web very quickly. One Reddit user, BigWiseGuy55. Always so. a really great user. <laughs> reported, I posted a comment on a video and when I went back to that page to watch the video later, someone replied to my comment saying... That's very astute of you, Mr. Insert My Last Name. Ah. I didn't use the internet for like a week. My last name is not a common one. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That was on In the Deep Web. Yeah, made that a was comment in, video. yeah. Um, oh. Let's see here. One guy tells the story. So, like I said, the Deep Web is used by government officials as well. It's yeah. not just like creepy dudes on the internet sure. like doing weird shit. Uh, one guy tells the story of how he was on the deep web. This was even before Google was around, and web pages were mostly basic HTML, like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier. It's just mm-hmm. like a blank screen with text. Right. 
Uh, and yes, the deep web has been around since like the internet was well, that, but that's all it was. Like the deep web is not a place or a thing. Yeah, it's more of a concept. And before yeah. America Online and Prodigy and all of these Google. things, yeah. that's all the internet was. It yeah. was message boards. Mm-hmm. It was people connecting their computers via a telephone line. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we now. We just have these ideas of how to use the internet and how to use computers, but that's just because what's it's what's presented to us. Yeah. So we, you know, can open up an app on our phone and put in uh, and uh, do a search on Google or whatever, but that's just because that's what, how we know what to do. Mm-hmm. But when all you had was AOL, they had like, uh, what did Oprah always say? Like AOL keyword? AOL keyword. Oprah. Oprah. You know, and they had like AOL keywords. I remember Nickelodeon would do that they too. They'd be keywords. like, Nick.com, yeah. keyword, blah. Exactly. And it's like, we don't use keywords yeah, anymore because AOL was, to people at the time, AOL was, air quotes, the internet, you know? Yeah. A lot of people, even today, like the little blue E on their computer is the internet, you yeah. know? But it's not a... It's a search engine. Yeah, yeah. it's a search engine. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So the deep web is just really the way that developers think you know and it's the way that uh a lot of people who have really deep you know pardon the pun kind of (laughs) knowledge of computers and and all that it's just the way they think a little bit differently in terms of how to get the information that they're looking for how to get around yeah and essentially downloading that tour Mm, or whatever Is essentially just not using a search engine. Yeah, right. You can yeah. search the whole internet. Exactly. As opposed to... Because there is, it's the purest what? form Because it's all there. Exactly. It's yeah. all yeah. there. It's like you the just... original one. And, okay. you know, uh, for example, if you Google something and you get well, XYZ, whatever, yeah. these links, if you Google or if you um, search that same thing on Bing, you're going to get different links yeah, right. in a different order. Because exactly. mm-hmm. the search engine chooses what to... Yeah. yeah. Provide for you and tour is whatever the hell you want. And tour is like, hey, here's everything. Yeah. And unfortunately, like I said, tour is like untraceable. Google, you Google something Mm -hmm. that is recorded, that is saved, that is something Mm -hmm. that people can look up your history. Exactly. Tor does not have that. Yeah, because you're not using a browser. Yeah. You're not using a browser. You're probably using a a homegrown application that you download. So. And especially these people that are so careful not yeah. to provide any personal their, information. Yeah, business. Oh, man. So this guy tells a story of how he was on the deep web before Google. This guy was browsing random blogs and the like, just going from link to link. Eventually, he came upon an odd page. It appeared to be random thoughts from different people, but for the time, it was very well designed. The messages were cryptic and almost seemed like several people trying to pass secret notes. Hidden in the comments, there were very various IP addresses, so he gathered all the IPs in a text file and began enumerating. Almost all the links were to universities and gave him warnings saying, like, this is a secure system at University of blah blah blah. Anyway, long story short, he eventually came upon a web server on the site with a huge directory of HTML files and TIFF images that traced to Colorado. The images appeared to be records of a psychologist or mental health professional, like the kind that they would keep. The images were of faxes of military and medical nature. As he left the subdirectory and went back to the parent site, at the top there was a new HTML file named one hello there html, and the timestamp was from right that minute. 
He opened it, and in plain text was the message, we see you. Ah. And about 15 seconds later, his server, the server was dropped, and he wasn't ever able to get back on. Oh, so yeah. when they talk about how the government also uses Tor, yeah. also yeah. uses the deep web, not only to communicate between each other, but like, you know, with... Here's the thing that I was thinking of, too. When you were talking about the people who are the gang stalkers or whatever, it reminded me, I've talked about it on the podcast, so I won't go into super detail, but remember how that guy, that um, Air Force uh, officer, or or, um, what was he? He was like a communications officer and eventually worked for the CIA, I think. He came forward later and admitted that they would plant evidence for people like uh, like UFO fanatics. They would plant evidence and also send out signals that they would receive to discredit them and make them feel crazy. Oh, wow. And after he was retired, he came out and he admitted, he admitted it, it because that. he felt poor. He ruined some people's lives because right. they would become so obsessed. Their family would leave them. It was like a close encounters thing where like their family mm-hmm. would pack yeah. up and go. Wow. And he came out later and was like, we did, we did this. this. Yeah. Oh my gosh, which is just so. Which makes me think like if the government wanted to discredit these people who were like the government's after me, the government's after me, all they would have to do, this is like crazy conspiracy stuff. But all they would have to do <laughs> Is make them believe that this was happening, yep. make them sound crazy, all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're crazy. Yep. And we don't have to worry about it. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. It could be. What? Um, the deep web is scary and I never want to go there. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, Lord. My, my final take is, holy Hot shit. Hot take. Holy oh, no. shit! Holy just shit! Just like, and I and I'm just like such like a naive like sunshine like sunshine and rainbow person. I'm just like oh, the oh, internet. Like, yeah, I mean, don't want to think about I miss the good old days when you could just go to like uh, your local mom and pop video store and rent like Faces of Death. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like as weird as it got. Yeah, that, that was, was like as weird song, as you know. But then get. again, like I mentioned before, like you heard tell of like the anarchist cookbook, but it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, now it's fully downloadable, I'm sure, on the deep web. You just, like, you can probably search it on Google. You can Google, buy it at Amazon. Right? right. Can, I think you can. I think <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely you right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to find on the internet now. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, there's some crazy. And that's the crazy, weird, it. easy things to find. Videos of, like, beheadings and, like, oh, yeah. all of this stuff oh. that, like, crazy people look for. Mm-hmm. But then... When it gets oh. deeper than that, beyond search engines, I have a question too. Like YouTube Red, yeah, yeah. Do they take down videos of like beheadings and murder and stuff, or is I that allowed? So. I that's mean, still not isn't, allowed. Isn't just yeah. YouTube Red? It's just like so you can allows just... cursing and like sure. swearing and nudity. I, I always thought like you could listen to music on your phone and it like you could exit out. And it would still play. Would that is a play. feature of YouTube yeah. Red, but oh, it's also really? like they're allowed. They to also do, do like kind of better content or not uh, like premium content like documentaries and stuff right oh, um, movies and web series yeah. Yeah. Do you um, yes yeah. you do uh, it's a well, what I was going to say a little like movie tie-in remember fear.com yes. that's like that's some, that's some deep that's some like deep that's web shit deep right there just a, a shameless rip off of like the ring yes was fear.com was that Brad or not Brad Dorif um, I think it was Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. It was yes. Stephen Dorff and you uh, always think it's Brad Natasha. Natasha. Oh, she was in like Solaris. Uh, I know had, who you're talking about. She's like, she was. 
think that she's like Israeli and she was on that David Duchovny show. Yeah. Google it. Yeah. So uh, fear.com is so interesting and funny because, I mean, obviously by the time fear.com the movie was released, their website was fear.com the movie.com. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the donate domain of fear.com was clearly taken for yes. many years by that point. So fear.com the movie.com. It's kind of too bad that movie's so terrible because that's a fascinating idea. It is right? a fascinating yeah. idea. Yeah, it's, it's, true. it's good. It just wasn't mm-hmm. It just wasn't <laughs> Which is a shame because they had Stephen Dorff. A darn shame. So they had Deacon Should Frost. Have been perfect. <laughs> um, a couple other things that you can find on the deep web, uh, just to make you guys say ooh 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 ooh. Please stop talking. <laughs> um, I've already gone over the you know the um uh building a bomb, and you can also mm-hmm. that's where they do a lot of the arms dealing, weapons dealing. Oh sure, right. Yeah. One guy said he and his buddies uh, in their computer sciences class would sometimes get bored and mess around on the deep web. But they stopped, however, when they stumbled on a site that was a comprehensive guide for cooking and eating women. Oh boy! Oh my Jesus. god! The page had information on what types, uh, body types to use for specific cuts of meat. How to prepare them and how to cook the girls so she lives as long as possible. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. So, kill me. Yeah. Kill me now. Wow. But quickly I and can't. not slowly and don't eat me. Thanks. Yeah. Please and thank you. I heard there was a cannibal caught because his video was found online and they traced it back to him mm. and, like, found him in his basement and he had cooked several people. But I wonder I, if it yeah, was because yeah, someone yeah, got yeah. on the deep web. But then there was also that guy on Craigslist that was just like, hey, anybody want me to eat you? Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and then yeah. someone responded and yeah. was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like an dick. erotic. Eat my dick. Yeah, yeah he whole... wanted him to eat his dick. It's an erotic, like, crazy did. thing. Yeah, yeah, and he well, absolutely did. did. He and ate his pee That's what I'm saying, and that's Craigslist. So yeah. it's like, hot damn. And then there's that really great episode of the IT crowd where... Do you watch IT Crowd? No, I don't oh, think okay. I saw it. Okay. Yeah. They just did a little play on that. They Look just did a little play on eating that dick. Um, <laughs> on a, which is kind of <laughs> interesting because can you arrest some, if you willingly let someone eat your dick, sure. can you get arrested? Well, I that? think the guy whose dick got eaten, I think, died. Yeah. Oh. I think he bled out. I mean, uh-huh. here's the yeah. thing. Duh. Of course, and then, you but, course the, you expect, like he but the guy who put the post and who ate the dick, he's in jail. Yeah, I feel like if I was electing to have something eaten, I think I would do like a little slice of like pinky arm. toe or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 like a little like yeah. maybe something that you just have a little dent there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just a little. Gonna die. I mean, yeah, you can eat. I, I'd let them eat my thighs for sure because I go. need to yeah, lose like, a little. I want to lose weight off my thighs anyway. You wouldn't have to do that cool sculpting. Yeah, right. I wouldn't have to do that cool sculpting. Like, I'll just that eat a little like sliver laser. of my thigh, maybe my butt. <laughs> no, more, no more cocoa butter at night. Well, that's oh enough for our conspiracies. Let's talk mm. about urban legends on the internet. That's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. We ended up talking about media conspiracies for an entire episode's worth. For far um, too long. Or was it too long? <laughs> or was Maybe it not long. long enough. Maybe not long enough. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a two-parter. The first half is going to be the media conspiracies, television, internet, radio, etc. 
And next week, you're going to get to hear us talk about the uh, media urban legends. Which is batshit crazy. So do not miss it, guys. (laughs) You're going to want to tune in for part two. Um, We talk a little bit about the most famous uh, media urban legend probably ever, I would say. Slenderman. We talk about the rake. We talk about... Some internet time travelers. We talk mm. about we talk about all kinds of weird stuff. So we kind of go all mysteries. over the place. It's a yeah. little all over the place, but there's a lot of crazy bonkers stuff. Stuff. <laughs> I almost said a bad word. I won't say a bad word. Stuff. We'll avoid the cursing. Some Some stuff. Stuffies. <laughs> so um, that's what we're doing next week. Tune in for that. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird, and subscribe to us on YouTube because we're now doing our This Week in Weird videos yep. on YouTube every For week, and they're a see. lot of fun. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. We take, uh, we've got our This Week in Weird, we've got Lauren's Derp Corner, all of our weekly weird <laughs> news stories. Can't miss Derp Corner. And we're cute sometimes. Most of the time, I Half would say. Half the time. Yeah. Sometimes less than half. <laughs> We forget makeup and to brush our hair every once in a while, but it's okay. But it's fine. It's we're all right. people, and you can we're we'll humans. just prove that we're people. Right. And not just voices. It's fine. Um, head over to our Patreon page. We are still doing our promotion for the rest of September. So if you donate to our Patreon, 50% of every penny we make this month is going to MSAA, the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America. Um, so please do that if you're thinking about donating to the show. This is the month to do it. And you get goodies. You, you get, get a newsletter, weekly newsletter that's got a ton of cool stuff in it. And our video sods, which we are recording today, our next Patreon video sod for $15 and up patrons, we are making Lauren into a zombie. 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 Eh, eh. Gosh, I missed that song. That's you don't want to miss it, guys. You Donate. Don't miss it. Help us out. Help MS out. Now is the time. Now's the time. What should our sign off be this week? Oh shit. Yeah, we didn't plan this out well. We did not. The ATT guys here. We're a little frazzled. It's a whole thing. A whole thing. I don't know. Cat. The zombie song that was actually was a good. pretty good way to sign off. And her mother, those are the words, right? <laughs> I was not ready for that. That was beautiful, you actually. Love that? Okay. Zombie. Bye. Zombie bye. Zombie, Zombie bye. bye. Keep it weird. Keep it weird, That's y'all. It. That's all we have. <laughs> is a sound check. La, 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 la. Hello. Check. Everything looks good. That Scott? was my big hello. Sally sold seashells by the seashore. <laughs> she sells? She sells them? <laughs> she sells them. <laughs> Sally sells them. She 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 sells them. Seashores. What? Seashores. We've struggled to talk today. Yeah. Oh my god. We did our this week in weird video, and every line that we said was like hit dip 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 dip. Just like stuttering queens. Today. Yeah. So this should be fun. It happens. And not horrible at all oh, for anybody. Great. <laughs>